your side tonight with a new tool to fight robocalls and telemarketing scammers. You know, sometimes I get so mad, I just yell at my phone. You are Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, and welcome to the Prayer, Praise, and Deliverance broadcast. Amen. Brought to you by yours truly, Elder Thurman Gorman, Jr. We're glad to be back in the studio on this morning. Amen. We're glad, amen, that the Lord has blessed us, first of all, to wake up this morning with new mercies, amen, and abundant grace that he shed abroad upon our lives on this morning. Amen. The Lord didn't have to do it, but he did. He woke us up this morning, amen, and he has started us on our way. Amen. We are thankful to the Lord for the precious gift of the Holy Ghost and for the gift of salvation that he has given unto us. We thank God, amen, for, amen, the opportunity to be back in the studio. The Lord has kept us, amen, through another week. The Lord has protected us from seen and unseen danger. Amen. God has preserved our lives. He's provided our need, and we are thankful this morning, amen, and for these things, we owe God some praise this morning, amen, if you can't, just put your hands together, amen, oh, just lift your head, amen, to, to the heels from which come of your help, and tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus, amen, because the Lord is so good to us, amen, we're grateful, amen, for his presence, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, we thank God for his mercy and for his grace, that he has shed abroad abundantly upon the people of God. Amen. At this time, we're going to open our broadcast with prayer. The Bible says, amen, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. The Lord, amen, has blessed us with the wonderful tool of prayer, and we are grateful, amen, for we, we know that we can't do anything without the Lord, but with him we can do all things so amen bow your heads and pray with us father in the name of jesus we thank you for this opportunity to come into the studio one more time we thank you because this is the day that the lord has made and we will rejoice and we will be glad and we thank you for all that you have done for us lord god even for blessing us to be back in the studio on this morning we thank you for the holy ghost we thank you for the hope of salvation and now we're asking lord that you would 
send your anointing. Oh, Lord God, use us, Lord God, as you see fit on this morning. Lord God, anoint us to do what you have called us to do. Lord God, for we desire to be used of you to speak a word to your people. We ask these blessings in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. We thank and praise God. Amen for the prayer. For we know that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Amen. We are thankful for amen for being in the studio this morning. And we have a word from the Lord. Amen. We want to share this song with you. Amen. It's an old song. Amen. I would hear my pastor singing a lot. Amen. It was on my heart. Amen. In my mind. Amen. As I was meditating throughout the week. Amen. And it blessed my soul. Amen. And I want to share just a couple of lines of the song before we begin our broadcast in Jesus name. Praise thy name. Praise thy name. Thou of my salvation hallelujah praise thy name precious savior thou has saved me, thou hast filled my heart with joy. It's in thee I have salvation through the blood of Calvary's Lamb. And the song simply says, praise thy name, praise thy name, thou rock of my salvation, Thy name, praise thy name, praise thy name, thou rock of my salvation, hallelujah. Thy name, precious Savior, thou hast saved me, thou hast filled my heart with joy. 
It's in thee. I have salvation in the blood of Calvary's land. Praise thy name. Praise thy name. Thou rock of Salvation, hallelujah, 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 praise thy name. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. We are so grateful for that song of praise. Amen. That song was written by <clears throat> the establishmentarian of our of the churches of our Lord Jesus Christ. He would sing that song. Amen. Bishop R.C. Lawson. And amen. It was sung so many times in the service of the Lord. And we're just glad. Amen. To amen. Be able to have that thought. Amen. That song and our thoughts. Amen. As we travel throughout the day, because we owe God the praise for all that he has done for us. Amen. We should never cease to give God the praise for what he has done. Don't let the devil steal your praise. Amen. God is worthy of your praise. Amen. So we're, amen, admonishing you to continue to give God the praise in the midst of all that the Lord, amen, is doing for us. And in the midst of all that, amen, is happening in our society, amen, don't forget to give God the glory and the honor and the praise because it could be so much worse. Amen. But we are grateful, amen, to be back in the house of the Lord. Amen. The place of where God dwells. Amen. 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 My mind is on the church. My mind is in the house of God. But we're glad to be back into the studio on this morning. Amen. And we want to, amen, get right into the word of God. We want to give God an opportunity and a chance to, amen, speak to us out of his word. Amen. We want to be able to testify and to give God the glory. Amen. Through the preaching of his word. Amen. Because the Bible says the entrance of thy word giveth light. Amen. God's word. Amen. Shine a light on our pathway the bible says in another scripture thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway amen so we need the light of god's word to shine upon us amen each and every day as we seek his face and as we seek his will for our lives amen because the word of god amen as jeremiah said it's like fire shut up in my bones amen we want to draw your attention this morning to the gospel according to St. John, amen, we're going to begin reading, amen, at the 10th chapter, amen, and we're going to begin reading at the, amen, first verse, we're going to read down through this chapter and let the Lord speak to us, amen, out of his word, amen, in Jesus' name. The word of the Lord reads, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, 
and he calleth his own by name, and he leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, and a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Jesus proclaims again, I am the door. By me, if any man shall go in and out. Amen. By me, if any man should. Let me read that again. I'm sorry. Amen. I'm having a little trouble reading this here. And let me remove my glasses here. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling, and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hiring fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the father knoweth me, even so know I the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father. There was a division, therefore, again among the Jews for these sayings. And many of them said, he hath a devil and is mad. Why hear ye him? Others said, these are not the words of him that hath a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? And it was at Jerusalem, the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple of Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt if thou be the Christ? Tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow 
me. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading of his word. And may the word of God, amen, rest in our hearts, amen, and bear fruit, amen, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank God for your word this morning. We ask that you would, Lord God, plant your word in our hearts. Speak to us, God. Lord, we need a word from you, Lord Jesus. I stand before you, Lord, as an empty pitcher before a full fountain today. Fill me with the word of God and what you have to say to your people. Because we need to hear from you. They don't need to hear from me. They need to hear from you. Speak, Lord, for thy servant here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In the gospel according to St. John, amen, we've read the 10th chapter, amen, and the gospel writer, amen, John was one of the last disciples, amen, that included a gospel writing concerning the life, amen, of Jesus Christ, all that he did, all that he done while he tabernacled here on earth. Amen. So John writes, amen, he points out, amen, a very, amen, particular scripture, amen, amen. He writes from the standpoint, amen, of one that was very close to Jesus Christ. And some of the things that he wrote were not included, amen, in the other gospels. Some of the writings, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, amen, you will see them reiterated, amen, only in a different way because they saw, amen, Jesus' life, amen, from different viewpoints, Amen. As Jesus called men from all different walks of life. Amen. Sometimes we perceive what Jesus done and what, how he has affected our lives in different ways. So they, amen, wrote, amen, hallelujah, of him, amen, in detail and how Jesus affected their lives and how that, amen, he, amen, walked the earth and how he changed the lives of so many. Amen. The scripture that I most often quote a lot, amen, and the Bible says, amen, if it were possible that all that Jesus had done while he was here on earth were written in books. All the world would not be able to contain the things that Jesus had done while he was here on earth. Amen. These 33 years we know. Amen. But Jesus, amen, left on record that which we need to know concerning our salvation and how he opened the blind eyes and how he healed sick bodies. Amen. You remember, amen, the woman that had the issue of blood for 12 long years amen she bled and she had that issue going on amen but just at the touch of of, of Jesus garment she was made whole her blood was amen stenched amen and dried up and she left Jesus presence not only amen with healing amen but with deliverance upon her life amen it is the same Jesus that we're preaching we're talking to you about because there were many people that amen hallowed your follow Jesus and there was a lot of confusion concerning who he was because amen they just didn't understand amen how God was moving amen while he tabernacled here on earth amen his mission was to save that which was lost amen but because amen of their amen hallelujah disobedience in the law and because they really didn't know Jesus the way that they thought they knew him they had the God of all earth standing before their eyesight and they didn't know who he was and you know I dare to say that today
today about this day and time that we're living in. Now, amen. We have a lot of folk that go to church every Sunday. Amen. They sing the songs. They are on the usher board. Amen. They're working in the church. Amen. But I'm inclined to say they yet don't know who Jesus is. Amen. Hallelujah. Just at that time was. Amen. They heard his word. Amen. They heard his voice. They saw the miracles. Even as we are, we go to church, we hear his word, and we see how God moves upon the life of people and how people are professing salvation and deliverance. Amen. From drugs and different things that, amen, they've been delivered from in their lives. But amen, yet we walk away and we really don't know who Jesus is. But I'm so glad today that I know who Jesus is. I don't know by what I read, but I know by his spirit that dwells on the inside and how he moves and walks in my life and how he speaks and what he has done for me. And we know by experience who Jesus is. But Jesus, he speaks to, amen, an audience of people who were didn't really know who he were. There was a lot of confusion around about whether he was the son of David or whether he was the son of God, whether he was a prophet or whether he was Elias or whether he was Moses. They really didn't know who Jesus was. Amen. But Jesus said the very works that I do, they declare who I am. Amen. I'm only fulfilling that which was written in the Old Testament concerning me, the things I would do when I would come, when the Messiah would come to the earth and how he would open the door of faith. Amen. He would redeem Israel. He would give us all an opportunity to be saved. Amen. I'm so glad today that that opportunity is still alive today. That we have an opportunity to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. But Jesus spake to them in a very interesting way. Because, amen, the Jews at that time, they were the chosen of God. Amen. God chose them as a vehicle. Amen. To amen, spread the gospel. Amen. Amen. Throughout the world. We all may know who Jesus is. We all might know how he dealt with his people because even as he dealt with them in the law, amen, he brought them out of darkness. He brought them out of Egypt and amen, he brought them across the Red Sea and kept them for 40 long years while they were in the wilderness. Amen. He kept them with one pair of shoes and one pair of garments. Amen. He preserved their life. He preserved their very soul and in that experience, they learned who God was. Amen. God fed them from heaven. Amen. The Bible said they ate angels food as the manna fell down from heaven to feed them in the midst of an area where there was no substance to maintain their lives because there was no plant life. There were no water in the desert where they dwelt, but they served a God that was able amen, to feed them, to give them water to drink, to sustain their lives, to protect 
them from all of their enemies. And that is to teach us today that we serve an able God, a God that is able to do anything but fail. We don't have to doubt the God that we serve because we can check the record and we know that God will never fail us. Amen. We not only have to look at what he done for Israel, but we can look at what he has done in our lives, how he has affected our lives, amen, how he has preserved our lives, how he is supplying all of our needs, amen, the apostle Paul picks it up and said our God is able, amen, to do anything but fail, and our God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory, but Jesus began to speak to the people and he said I am the good shepherd amen I take care of the sheep I provide for them but the hireling the one amen who's the sheep don't belong to he will not care for the sheep amen he's an imposter he may look like a shepherd but he's not a real shepherd because a real shepherd cares for the sheep he cares when they're lost he goes find them when they're lost and he picks them up and carries them and he reunites them back with the sheep there's a point in scripture that says that amen if there's one sheep lost a true shepherd will leave the 99 amen in safe care and go find that sheep who has strayed from the path so Jesus leaves amen an imprint in our minds about who the true shepherd is he said I lay down my life for the sheep I care for the sheep I provide for the sheep I love the sheep because they belong to my father amen and he gives us a vivid example of how he loves us today amen and how amen he cares for us today because truth be told I shouldn't be here truth be told you shouldn't be here but that if the devil had his way none of us would be here but it's become the mercy of God and I'm so glad I woke up this morning with new mercies every day that we rise he provides new mercies new mercies that we may come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain that mercy and find grace to help in the time of need I'm so glad today that I know Jesus and I know him from the parting of my sins he brought me out of the miry clay and he set my feet on the rock to stay but I want to pay special note to a scripture here that's in the 19th verse of the same chapter it says there was a division therefore again among the Jews for these saying amen and the 20th verse says and many of them said he hath a devil amen and is mad and why will you hear him others said these are not the words of him that 
half a devil. Amen. Can a devil open the blind eyes? Can a devil, amen, hallelujah, make a man that's been lame all of his life? Amen. Hallelujah. Walk again. But we know by the word of God that every good and every perfect gift, it comes from God. The devil don't come to bless you. He don't come to help you. He don't come to bless your life. Matter of fact, Jesus covered it early in this chapter. He said, amen, in John 10, amen, and 10, he said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But he makes a distinction in, in, in himself and the devil. He said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. The good shepherd comes to bless his people while the enemy comes to destroy. But yet they were so, amen, engrossed in their hatred of who he was because they didn't, Jesus didn't come the way they expected him to come. Amen. He didn't come with military might to restore Israel back to prominence as in the days of David. But he came to save. He came to heal. He came to deliver. He came to set free. Amen. He came to make us whole. That which was broken in us through sin. Because we're all born in sin, you know. We're all shaping in iniquity. But thank God for Jesus. He came to pick up the broken pieces in our life. He came to make us whole. He came to redeem us and reconcile us back to God. Amen. He came to bridge the gap between God and man. There's one point in scripture where Paul says there is one mediator between God and man. And that is the man Jesus Christ. Because amen we needed a savior. We needed a healer. We needed somebody to heal our souls. We need someone to heal our minds. We need somebody to save us from our sins. And Jesus came through 40 and two generations. Amen. He came through the lineage of David. Amen. He came down through the lineage of mankind. Amen. To die on a cross that we might be saved. That we might be delivered. You don't have to stay the way you are. You don't have to stay in sin. You don't have to die and go to a Christless hell. But you can be saved. You can be delivered. And time is still available. While there's all kind of things that are going on in our society today. Amen. The Bible says his arms are stretched out still. We don't have to die. Why will you die when you can live? Amen. I remember the story about the four leprous men. They were leprous so they were cast out of the city. They were not allowed to be amongst the people because they had a contagious situation going on in their bodies. And they sat out on the, amen, on the banks of the city. And starvation was everywhere. There was no food to eat. There was no clean water to drink. Amen. But they heard that God had moved in the city. 
and that there were blessings in the city and that God amen had began to bless his people by destroying their enemy amen when God destroyed the enemy of God's people all of their spoil amen was made ready and available to the people of God and one of the leprous men looked at it and his three fellows and said why do we sit here and die amen when we can go to the city amen and live he said I would rather amen take my chances and go into the city knowing that I'm not supposed to be there knowing that they're going to turn me away because I have leprosy but I'm going to get up because I believe God I believe God is going to make a way for me and I'm going to make my way to the city amen live or die I'm not going to sit here and perish but I'm going to make an attempt to get up from where I am and make it to where there's life amen my brothers and my sisters and those that are out of the ark of safety why would you sit there and die when Jesus has made provision for you to live why would you utterly perish amen when all you have to do is repent and return to God to the backsliders I plead today why will you stay knowing what you know knowing that you know Jesus knowing that you know he's a savior knowing that you know that he'll help you if you repent and turn to God why will you die why will you stay there when there's life in the city amen I want to encourage you this morning amen to get up from where you are because Jesus loves you and amen as long as the blood is running warm in your veins long as there's breath moving in and out of your lungs you have an opportunity to be saved you have an opportunity amen to amen reap the blessings of God by giving your life to him you don't have to die that way you don't have to give up because there's hope and there is deliverance for your soul so amen we want to encourage you that we have a good shepherd that loves you that wants to save you that wants to bring you out he's not here to condemn you amen matter of fact Jesus said on one occasion he said I judge no man but the words that I speak amen hallelujah they will judge you at the last day it's not judgment time now but Jesus is delivering the word of deliverance to you today that you can be saved get up from where you are amen don't let the devil depress you and oppress you and make you say that there is no use for me there's no way I'm going to come out of this dilemma there's no way that I'm going to make it out of this situation but I'm here to declare unto you by the word of God the amen the Bible says he that calleth upon the name 
name of the Lord. He shall be saved. So you don't have to die. You don't have to, amen, hallelujah, lose out on your soul salvation. But you can be saved. You can be healed. You can be delivered. The Lord can bring you out. And he will. Because he's a saving God. He's a healing God. He's a delivering God. He'll make a way for you. When it seems a bit there is no way. When it seems a bit there is no deliverance. God will make a way. I don't care how bad your situation is. I don't care how bad your circumstances have got. Amen. God provides deliverance. You know how I know? Because he done it for me. You're looking at a living witness of somebody who was on their way to a Christless hell. But Jesus saved me when I cried to the Lord. He heard my voice. He heard my supplications. And he answered my prayer. He came down and filled my soul with the Holy Ghost. He brought me out of the miry clay. That clay that I couldn't get my feet out of. Y'all know how it is. If you're a young man. Or if you've ever had your feet to get stuck in the physical clay of this life. You may pull your feet up. But you sure will be left in the clay. But Jesus, he will lift you out of the muck and the miry clay. He'll put a song in your soul. He'll give you strength. He'll give you deliverance. Because Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost. You ought to put your hands together this morning and give God a praise. Because he's worthy. He's worthy of the glory. He's worthy of the honor. And there's no situation that is impossible. The question was asked to Abraham. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Hallelujah. But I serve a God that specializes in things that are impossible. Your situation. There is a remedy for it. There is deliverance for it. And you don't have to stay where you are. You can be saved. You can be healed. You can be delivered. I don't care how much pain you have in your body. I don't care what the doctor has told you. How severe he said your situation is. If you put your trust in Jesus, he'll heal your body and he'll heal your soul too. He'll bring you out of the muck and the merry clay. If I were you, I would come to Jesus while I have time. I wouldn't wait till the rapture comes because then it'd be too late. Hallelujah. The Bible says he's going to come in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. He's going to come when you're not looking for him and before you are able to utter a repentance or Lord I'm sorry he'll be done coming gone. but now while you have chance come to Jesus amen I know it sounds easier said than done but in reality amen it is true if you come to him he's not going to condemn you he's not going to talk about you he's not going to cast you down he already knows your situation before you make it to the altar but if you come with a pure heart you come with an honest 
this heart in repentance how will a God a good God that I serve turn you away he'll forgive your sin he'll save your soul he'll make your past amen what it is your past he'll cover it in the blood and it'll never be mentioned to you again amen the soul said oh how precious is that flow that makes me white as snow oh no other fount I know nothing but the blood of Jesus Jesus blood will take away your sin he'll blot out your transgressions he'll blot out the handwriting of ordinances that were written against you he'll give you a fresh start he will bless your life he will make you whole all you've got to do is put your trust in Jesus and lift up your eyes to the hills from which come of your help I don't care how heavy your load is lift up your eyes to the hills from which come of your help and say Lord help me Lord forgive me Lord save me and I'm here to tell you if you mean it from your heart he'll come and see about you he'll come and deliver you he'll come and make you whole it's been 31 years now that I've been saved and sanctified and I haven't had a mind to go back because the Lord has done a work in my life and I'm so glad that I answered the master's call when Jesus began to pull at my heart when the things that I used to do amen I lost amen interest in them and God began to deal with me he began to speak to me right in the midst of my drunken mess Jesus came down and he began to draw me with cords of love I believe there's somebody listening to this broadcast today that know what I'm talking about Jesus has been stopping by your bedside he's been stopping by in the middle of your mess saying you can be saved I can save you I can deliver you where are you going to be what are you going to do is this all that's going to happen concerning your life are you just going to come and exist and die or will you give your life to me so that I can show you how to live amen I can show you how that I will bless your life I'll bless everything you put your hands on I'll bless your feet I'll bless your hands I'll give you favor when man says no I'll turn around and say yes I'll turn your situation around I will make you whole if you put your trust in me everything is going to be alright hallelujah we give God the praise today for amen the awesome power of God the power that comes to save the power that comes to heal the power that comes to destroy the effects of sin on your life again you don't have to die the way you are you don't have to stay where you are 
You can be saved. You can be delivered. Amen. I want to draw your attention this morning. The Spirit is directing my mind to the third chapter of St. John. Amen. Go with me in your Bibles if you have them. Amen. Because the Lord wants to speak to us. The Lord wants to bless us and he wants to help us out of his word. Amen. Turn with me to John 3 and 1. Amen. Hallelujah. My Bible here is kind of messing up, so give me a moment. I'll have it for you. Amen. St. John, the third chapter. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him Rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from God for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him amen Jesus answered and said unto him verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God and the dialogue went on you know the story how did Jesus, how did Nicodemus said to Jesus, what I got to do, do I got to go back into my mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus began to tell him, except you are born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Amen. But I want to draw your attention, amen, to the 17th verse where Jesus began to continue, amen, to talk to Nicodemus. It was a very interesting conversation because Nicodemus was a religious man amen he was a Pharisee he believed in the resurrection he believed that amen after we die amen we were going to live again so he was a religious man he dwelt in the temple he taught others but yet he didn't know who Jesus was amen I told you you can go to church and not know who Jesus is because it's a personal experience that you have to attain for yourself. But here Jesus says in the 17th verse, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. Jesus didn't come to condemn you about your situation. Matter of fact, he already knows about it. So you can come clean to God and say, Lord, this is my situation. I'm a liar. Amen. I'm a thief. I'm a murderer. Amen. God already knows all about your situation. He's just waiting on you to come to him for the saving power and for the deliverance that only he can give you. Amen. AAA ain't going to help you. Drug programs are not going to help you. Amen. Welfare is not going to help your situation. There's certain things that only God can get you out of. But I'm here today to tell you that Jesus didn't come to condemn you. And neither do I. Amen. Who am I to condemn another man about sin? When I've been delivered from sin myself, I ought to be a whole lot more compassionate about those who are in sin because I was delivered out of sin. I know what it's like to be a sinner. I know what it's like to be out of the ark of safety. I know what it's like not to, amen, have Jesus on the inside. But I'm, amen, preaching to you a God that is not going to condemn 
condemn you, but he's going to do something about your situation. If you come to him out of a pure heart, the Bible says it's his will that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It's God's will that you come to him so he can fix the situation, so he can fix the broken pieces in your life. You know the story how that Paul, when he was on his way to Rome, amen, he told the people, he said, amen, I'm here to tell you, amen, to dock this ship. Don't try to go out because, amen, the ship is going to be destroyed and many lives are going to be lost. But the men, amen, they took the word of another man, the ship masters, and they continued to sail. And when that storm came down, the Bible calls it Euryclidon, came down and it broke that ship up. Amen. And I said that to say this, that some of you are out there. Holding on to broken pieces Broken pieces of your situation You're trying to make it to shore But I serve a God that will help you To hold on to your broken piece Till he give you deliverance And if you come to Jesus He can fix the broken pieces in your life He can put your life back together He can fix you If you give it to Jesus You ought to be giving God the praise right now if you're free if you're saved because you know what I'm talking about there's not a person that has been saved that didn't come from a sin background I don't care who you are I don't care where you come from you were a sinner brother you were a sinner sister and you need to use that experience to minister to those who are where you are who were where you were you know how they felt because you remember how you felt amen but I presented to you that Jesus that said in his own words for God sent sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved salvation is the goal he's not going to condemn you but he ain't going to support you in sin either but God has provided deliverance for you that you might be saved amen if I were you I would make a choice to follow Jesus. I would take advantage of the opportunity that I have right now to repent. I would fall on my knees. I would make it to the man of God. I would make it to the house of God where the word of God is being preached. And sad to say, I'm talking to some folk who already know Jesus. I'm talking to some folk who already saved. But you drifted you fell back amen you drifted far from the course you become lost in the sea of the muck and the miry clay amen but Jesus still loves you he still wants you he still wants to save you matter of fact that's why I'm here today to preach repentance because repentance is needed amen if you come to him he will save you he will cleanse you he will mold you he will make you he'll make you whole again he'll give you back your joy
joy. He'll give you back your dance. He'll, amen, restore the broken relationship between you and him. You'll have joy again in your soul. You'll hear his voice. You'll hear him say, I love you. You remember the story about the prodigal son? The father didn't condemn him, but he welcomed him with open arms. It's a parable. And a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Amen. As the father of the prodigal son, amen, opened his arms and amen, welcomed his son back to the family. God will with open arms welcome you back to the family. He'll save your very soul. He'll deliver your very life. Amen. He will give you joy again. He'll put a ring on your finger. He'll bless you with blessings that you don't deserve because he loves you. That mercy that you were woke up with this morning because we all get new mercies. Take advantage of the new mercies that God has given you. God has given you some new mercies. It's favor that you don't deserve. Amen. But God gives it anyway because that's the kind of God that we serve. We serve a forgiving God. We serve a loving God. We serve a God that will pick up the broken pieces of your life and he'll put it back together again. Hallelujah. You ought to give him praise right now. Hallelujah. You ought to give him glory right now. Hallelujah. If you're out on the toss to see, you're tossed to and fro. There's a lighthouse on the shore that will lead you back. Amen. To the shore of safety. And Jesus will meet you there. He will meet you with open arms. He will meet you with compassion. He will meet you with love. And he will deliver your very soul. We're so gracious this morning. For the amen, the amazing grace and the abundant mercy of God. Amen. He loves us. Don't you let the devil tell you that God don't love you. Because you got situations and circumstances. He knew about it all the time. But God wants to let you know there's a remedy. <laughs> there is a solution to your problem. You don't have to stay that way. You don't have to stay where you are. You can get up and you can come to Jesus. And he can make you whole. And I know the devil is all in your ear. Telling you how you're going to give that up. How you're going to turn that loose. Man, you've been in sin for so long. You've been backslidden for so long. How are you just going to get up? The saints going to talk about you. But don't you worry about that. You come to Jesus. And it's sad to say that sometimes our backslidden brothers and sisters have to deal with that. Amen. When they come back from their situation some amen come back from being behind prison walls some amen come back from being strung out on drugs amen we need to be like our daddy open our arms and welcome him back again to the family amen welcome him back because amen truth be told amen you just may be in those shoes one day amen and all sin is a transgression of the law amen and there's no man 
man that can say that I don't have no sin. Amen. That I don't have no trouble in my life. That I don't have no besetting sins that are bothering me. But as God is merciful to you, you know the struggle and the struggle is real. Amen. To give it all up. Amen. And to turn around, the struggle is real. But God says, Amen. With God, all things are possible. You can do it. You don't have to stay there and die when you can live. See, another wonderful thing that the Lord brought to my mind that I want to share with you. See, the saints, we don't die. Amen. You say, hey, man, what you talking about preaching with? The saints don't die. No, we don't die because the Lord took the sting out of death for me and for those who believe and for those who are saved. And the Bible said they that sleep with Jesus will God bring back with him. Amen. Jesus ain't coming back for no dead folk. Amen. Those who have died in sin. Amen. He's coming back for those that he can wake up. You can't wake up a dead man, but you can wake up a man that's sleeping. If he's sleeping, all you got to do is shake him and say, wake up. And don't you know that's what the parousia is all about. Amen. There's going to become a shaking. God's going to shake the earth. He's going to shake terrible. The earth and the Bible says when it comes to the midair that they that are alive and remain shall not, amen, go before those that are asleep. But the sleeping, the saints shall rise first. The Bible said the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Honey, it's more than a new car. It's more than a fine fancy home. It's more than a high paying job. What I preach to you is total reconciliation to God. And yet, he'll bless you with those things. But honey, it's about getting back to heaven. Because if we go to church and we do all of this and we amen miss the rapture amen what have we done we wasted our life but if you hold on if you hold on to Jesus if you serve him out of your heart amen if you wait patiently for him if you die in the faith he said amen I'm coming back for you he told us in St. John 14 he said I go away to prepare a place for you and if I go away and prepare a place for you I'm going to come again and I'm going to receive you to myself Jesus is coming back for those that are waiting on him those that are serving him he's going to redeem his sheep he's going to redeem his people I don't care amen whether death will try to hold your body down but you remember the song ain't no grave go hold my body down ain't no grave gonna keep me from hearing the voice of God because the Bible said he's gonna come with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God because the trumpet is gonna sound and the dead in Christ 
are going to rise and we're going to rise to dwell with him forever. Amen. We're going to rise and we're going to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. We're going to be guests in the kingdom. Amen. We're going to enjoy the pleasures of the Lord. And I know this sounds like old folk stories to those who don't believe. But to those that believe, it is the power of the living God. Come on and clap your hands this morning and let's give God some glory. Let's give him some praise for the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. Clap your hands and give the Lord some praise this morning. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be glorified. He's worthy to be uplifted. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run up therein and they are safe. We're so glad that we've heard the master's call. We're so glad that we're here to preach deliverance to the captives. Amen. Amen. The restoring of sight to the blind. Amen. As Jesus said, amen. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he have anointed me to preach the gospel, which is the good news that Jesus Christ is coming again. Amen. Hallelujah. But forget all about your issues because God knows all about them. And he has healing in his arms. And he wants to heal your sin sick soul. He wants to ease your troubling mind. He wants to bring you out. He wants to deliver deliver you. See, this don't sound like something that most folks want to hear about, but this is the hope of the church. I know you haven't heard it. I know folks are just preaching blessings to you, that you're going to reap the harvest. Amen. They setting you up with a mindset to want to stay here. But Jesus is coming to get this church and to take us out of here because tribulation is coming and you don't want to miss the rapture. You don't don't want to miss it hallelujah because amen tribulation and anguish will be though the, the will be the only thing that is left for those who miss the rapture and he'll turn from the church amen to unto jacob to redeem his people amen it's a beautiful story a story of god's redemption Amen. We want to, after hearing the word of God, amen. Hallelujah. Is there one that want to be saved? Amen. If you want to be saved, just call this station. 240, amen, 719, amen, 2560. We'll pray with you. Amen. We'll give you direction to the church so you can come and be baptized. Baptized into that glorious name, Lord Jesus Christ, and be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus is standing by. Amen. He wants to save your very soul. So we're thankful for the word of God this morning. Amen. Please keep us in prayer here with the prayer, praise, and deliverance broadcast. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good to us. He is delivering. He's saving. He's healing. He's setting free. Amen. And I want you to be a part of it. I won't want you to miss it. I don't want nobody to miss heaven. Hallelujah. When Jesus died so you can have it. Amen. So we're grateful today. Amen. Please pray for us that we'll continue, amen, to preach this glorious gospel and that we'll stand on our watch. We'll stand on the wall 
Amen. And we'll continue to preach God's word until we meet again. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep us in your prayers and in your thoughts. And if you don't have a place of worship to go on tomorrow, amen, come on down to the Refuge Temple Church of our Lord Jesus Christ at 420. Amen. 56th Street in Northeast Washington, D.C. Amen. Where the word of God will be going for. We will be having a recharge tomorrow. Amen. Elder Mark Moore will be there. Amen. An anointed man of God with the word of deliverance for your life. Amen. God bless you is our prayer. Until we meet again, God bless you in Jesus' name.